Hey, you're listening to Press with the Prez, an interactive podcast to talk about all the great things happening on the cliff. Today, we've got head coach Shane Ledeggi. Uh here. He will be entering into his third season. He has done tremendous work helping shape young athletes and setting them up for success beyond football. From all of us at the cliff, we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Press with the Prez. I'm your host, Dr. Patrick Jacobson-Schulte. Today we are here with the man, leader of the oil rig crew, Shane Ledeggi. Welcome, Shane. Uh, but first, we have a very important question for you. Uh, two seasons ago, a player on the football team caught a pass that usually doesn't get the ball, and he tried to uh, hurdle someone. What was going through your head during all of that? Why did we decide to run a fake to Asi Tapua? Oh, snap! Was what was going through my head at that point. <laughs> No, it was actually a pretty incredible play. I was actually wondering why Brett Tinker had to hold on it. But, uh, yeah, it was a great fake, great call by Coach Koziel, and uh, unfortunately got called back. So, All right. So, uh, well, that's a great intro, a way to look at it. I'd love to see that. I want to see you hurdle someone, Aussie. I, I can imagine what it was like. And, Shane, I'm probably, you're probably like, still amazed by this Stop guy. Stop the cap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh Let's get into some questions this morning, uh, kind of walk through some talking points. Um, tell me a little bit, I'm gonna start out by, and I know it's in here somewhere, but tell me a little bit about you. Uh, you know, where you came from, how long you've been here on the cliff. Uh, yep, so um, I'm originally from Parker, Colorado. I was born and raised there. Broncos country, let's ride, baby. Um, went to college at Southwest Minnesota State, uh, so Marshall, Minnesota, for was there five years as a player, and then coached there for two years, met my wife there. Um, so is your wife from Minnesota originally? Yeah, she's from St. Cloud. St. Cloud, that's yeah. right. I grew up in Sartell. Yep, so she's from St. Cloud. Her, her dad worked at St. Cloud State for a number of years. I did. I went, got two degrees from St. Cloud State yeah. and worked there also. So Yeah, so nice. great place. Go Huskies. Uh, I, I disagree with <laughs> you that. You disagree with that. Many of times when I come back from winter break, there was Huskies logos all over my car from him so oh really yeah, yeah. so yeah so you're just not a fan of the huskies or like uh, i don't mind them they don't yeah. have football anymore so i can't really, yeah uh, yeah it's all hockey much. it's yeah. hockey hockey hockey, hockey town, right so. right yeah but yeah coached there for a couple years after i graduated um then i went to st joseph's college which was a small catholic private school in indiana okay um actually now defunct but I had a great experience there and it really okay. kind of intrigued me to this job when it opened up yeah um then from there I went to the university of wyoming for a couple of years i followed coach bowl there okay um ga and coached tight ends there and then um went to minot state and spent almost six years there um and a bunch of roles from offensive coordinator to special teams coordinator as a associate head coach i was an interim head coach for a couple months and excellent um, and then that after the covid season this job opened up and Thankfully, I went to school and was good buddies with Coach McLaughlin on our baseball team. Very nice. He gave me a call and said, hey, would you be interested? And it kind of worked out. And Very good. And pretty quick. So. And it's been how many years here at the Cliff? This is my second year. Second so almost year. two years now. Two years. January. So, And uh, you, you mentioned your, you met your wife at St. Cloud. You yep. guys have two little ones? Yep, two little girls. Brooks four and Abby's two. Yeah, so. we get to see them at a lot of events. You guys are, right they're very social and yeah. at, at most events, which is amazing. Yep. And uh, yep. and so your so your wife, uh, as you've bumped around, what is, does she, uh, she work? Does she have a career? Yep, well? so she's a physical therapist. So okay. she works for the AEA here in okay. Sioux City. So she kind of travels around the area and very good. Uh, goes to schools. But 
Yeah, I'm on. Uh, she's not giving us many more moves here. So. That, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. She she tapped out on like yeah. we're here, we're here, because yeah. I mean, look at that, and it's like. You know, my career, I've 17 years, higher education, been at a number of institutions, a lot of them been in Minnesota, but I went up to, went to upstate, came yeah. back, and moving's hard, it right? Is. But you, it, your kids are little, mine were a little older when yeah. I moved, so. But. Yeah, it's like now's the time you can do it, but I've, you know, I tell our coaches and players all the time, I've been a Division One guy, I've been Division Two. I don't really have a huge desire to necessarily get back to the Division One level because, you know, it's ruthless. I bet. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I'd like to see our girls be able to grow up in the same place and have yeah. the same friends and, you know, at least be in the same region. So, yeah, you know, we're, we live in a great place. We love it here in the cliffs. So it's like, why, why leave? We're happy, you know, absolutely. not struggling. So, yeah. And it's a, uh, uh, and that's one, one key piece. I, I absolutely, and drew me here as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, my career, same, you know, similar where it wasn't, wasn't division, but it was private public yeah. higher education as a whole. I've been in large institutions like St. Cloud State. Yeah. Small institutions, much like Briarcliff, uh, both public and private. Uh, but you know what drew me here as well is the community feel that goes along with it. So to your point, where you find a place where you feel like this could be where we set all our roots and the girls can grow and be a part of this community as a whole, um, yeah, a great opportunity uh, for them. So we're very, very glad you're here, and uh, you know, and I'm excited about getting out to as many games as I can when oh, yeah. I can. My schedule, my schedule's <laughs> been a little crazy, but this year I tried as much as I could to get out there. Um, and so, but looking at and talking about your experience coaching at Wyoming, what was it like to coach Josh Allen? Uh, pretty incredible. I mean, it was part of his recruiting process, and then being able to see him firsthand, kind of those first couple of days he showed up and started throwing the football, I was like, holy cow, this guy's a little bit different, yeah. you know, and we had an assistant coach, Mike Bath. Was he like Aussie level amazing? No, I think he's up there. He's way up there. I was trying to throw you one there, Aussie. He's like, I'm humble. Now I'm humble. I don't want to talk about me anymore. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've seen like an NFL arm before. Because my high school quarterback went to the NFL. Yeah. And, like, it just looks different the way that, like, it's so effortless. And I'm yeah. sure that's how Josh throws it. Josh is, yeah, everything about him is effortless. And then the incredible part is just what a good dude he is. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. from a leadership perspective, like, I've never been around anybody like him. Yeah. Uh, just our team, our university just gravitated to him. It's not yeah. shocking what he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not shocking. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. Not, you, you expected it when yeah. you saw him. You were yeah. like, this guy's going places. And yeah, well, yeah just like, that. We'll, we'll be watching him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so besides Josh Allen rocking it in Wyoming, what else is there to do in Wyoming while you're there? <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a couple bars, which isn't really uh, for the staff. You know, it's <laughs> kind of funny when we were on the staff, all the GAs, we'd have to go out after the games. and. So do you guys have cars in Wyoming, or is it horses everywhere? I wish it would have been horses. <laughs> yeah, me too, all right? I'm like, that would be amazing. I know our wrestling coach there, he used to take the team up in the mountains, and he'd ride his horse while yeah, they do conditioning. Yeah. I'm like, this guy has That's everything awesome. I want to be right yeah, now. Right. So. I'm just stereotyping, right? I'm from Minnesota, so yeah. everyone stereotypes us, and like, well, do you ride cows to yeah, work? Right. Yeah, and it's like, and you all are farmers also. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, there's not a lot to do in Laramie, yeah. like, especially when the kids aren't there. You sure. know, school's out for the summer, and it's just the football team around there. Ain't a lot going on, but yeah. uh, great place. Um, we loved it. It wasn't long, but uh, yeah. it's a tough place to recruit, though. Right. You, know, you got to fly kids to Denver and drive them all the way through Boulder and Fort Collins to get there. It's it's not an easy sell all the time. So Certainly. you got to find the right kids. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, you know, and with, with, with some of that, too, talking about recruiting here, 
Tell me about that process here on the, on the cliff, your process for recruiting, how's that going? What are yep. things that the community could know or should know? How can we assist yep. in any of that with the, with the students coming onto campus? Yeah, you know, for us, we're pretty particular and this probably starts with me on, on how our process, I think you see a lot of schools at our level and the division two and division three and you know, there's hundred offers out there from schools and then you ask a kid, well, how much money are you getting? Well, I don't know yet, they haven't told me. and. You know, for us, when we bring a kid on campus, and we don't offer them until they're on campus, is you're going to leave here knowing exactly what it's going to cost to come here. Yeah, right. Great. So our process is a little bit slower maybe than others. Um, and we also don't just offer anybody. You know, there's schools in our league, they'll go on a visit, there's 40 kids on a visit. Well, us, there's maybe 10 okay. at a max. So we do our homework on kids, we get to know them first. We've, we've talked to coaches, we've gone through that whole process, and we got to make sure they're a right fit for here, you know, because not every kid fits our profile of our university, you know, and the last thing I want is a kid to come here and he hates it. Yeah. Right. And we Absolutely. tried to sell him a bill of goods. It wasn't true. So yeah. we yeah. spent a bunch of time on the process of it. We spent a bunch of time trying to get them around and everybody on campus, okay. you know, and we try to get them with compass. We get them with a professor. We get them around our players. They're, they're around our strength staff our trainers, everybody. Very good. Um, so they feel comfortable with who we are. And I tell them if, if we're not it, that's fine. You know, we're not gonna be for everybody. Yeah. And sometimes the kids come and I, they leave and I, I say, no, you know, they're not a good fit for us either. So we do our due diligence in the process. You know, we need to make sure it's a good fit academically. We need to make sure it's a good fit culturally. Yeah. You know, you gotta have a little bit of grit to come here. You know, not everything is, you know, we don't have yet the nicest athletic facilities in every right, aspect, right. you know. I know we're doing a lot of dorm renovations and stuff to yeah. come, but our kids gotta be comfortable, you know, with the space we have profile yeah. who we are, mm -hmm. you know, and that's not the case. That's <coughs> the Taj Mahal of everything that thinks facilities are the most important. You know, yeah. there's a lot more to it than that. So we gotta do our due diligence on that. Yeah, very good. When we see that, I mean I think that on campus that's one of the pieces for me being here. Um, a little under two years I've heard often is the culture that you've created around the players and the expectations around what they're doing academically, but then also as, as uh, community members here on the cliff, right? Being yep. active and engaged and a part of it as a whole um, in, in various ways. But I think that that's the foundation of that is set yep. by you guys, all of you ahead of time with your kind of screening that Free, come bringing them here. Yep. Right, it's not just well, they're they're a great receiver like Aaron Okoro. Yeah, but <laughs> but they're also an amazing human. Yep. like Aaron Okoro. Yep. Right, it's my boy, package. calling you out, Aaron. <laughs> my boy. Yeah, so and uh, and um, but that's a key piece yep. as well, right? We're 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 small enough that it's a community and they're a part of the family. Yep. We want to make sure everyone fits into that family. We want them to stay yep. as a part of that family, not just come in. Uh, play a season and head out uh, or not make it academically at the same yeah. time. So yeah. that's, a, that's a key piece. So, um, you know, you know, you mentioned too uh, upgrades and facilities, things that we're working on as a whole uh, with the announcement of the, the indoor field house uh, dome. Um, how was that received by your, your staff, players, others, your, you, you yourself? Yeah, yeah, very, very excited about it. I think uh, our players are really fired up about it. I mean, they got to live with what we have every day, so they're excited to see that the university is ready to reinvest in them and do yeah. some bigger stuff. But I think it's for us and our success as a program, it's huge um, to have a place to train year round, right? And have a, a surface and a facility that's um, 
we can use consistently and daily and not have to worry about inclement weather or whatever it may be for all sports, not just us, you know, and I think that's a huge sell and I think it's a huge draw to get more people just on our campus in general. You know, you host soccer tournament or, you know, softball games in there, whatever, you know, now all of a sudden you're bringing all these people to campus that maybe would never come before. Um, and we experienced that at Minot. We, we had a bubble when we were there. Okay. Um, and I was there before it and then when we had it and just how much more people have brought to our campus, you know, what it was able to give us in terms of the development of our football team was priceless. Absolutely. And so being able to have that is, is going to be a difference maker for us. I think it sets us apart. You know, yeah. I know Dort just finished building theirs. Um, there's a few other teams in this region, you know, yeah. at the higher levels that have them. But I, I think it's a way to separate us, you know. And I think when kids get here, they love it right now anyway. Yeah. Now you add some of those pieces to it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tough to beat. Absolutely. You know, I'm not a facilities guy. I don't want to sell that. I want to sell people. Sure. But when you can add that to great people, yeah. I think it gives you an opportunity to do something really special. Yeah. Well, and again, kudos to you and your, your staff and, the, and everyone. I mean, again, bringing students on. And, yeah. and we have facilities that definitely need attention. And it's a primary focus that the board has put mm-hmm. forward, which is, which is a great initiative. But, uh, you know, getting those students here and being... Yeah. Uh, so, I, so I'm excited about that. Uh, noted in here, I guess, uh, tell me the story of Aaron and Spencer working out in the student center. <laughs> yeah. We, all of a sudden, so it would have been probably two months on the job, maybe. Um, you know, we were all living on campus as coaches, sure. so we were here all yeah. the time. And yeah. all of a sudden, Coach Cody and Coach Cozio came back and sent me a video. And we got, like, Aaron and Spencer and Damarion. They're just throwing the ball over in the student center over by the cafeteria playing catch inside and yeah. go over there and well there's nowhere else to go coach you know just on the ground and like we don't we have nowhere else right now basketball's practicing so we gotta catch some football somewhere and yeah you can tell that Aaron O'Coral's <clears throat> from California yeah. because there's snow on the ground that's where you play football yeah, out right. in the snow well <laughs> also one day we went out there and they're in the parking lot yeah and they got cones set up in the parking lot running cone drills you know on the cement and nice. it's like you know it told me we got the right kids. Yeah. Now, if we could provide them with the, you know, the facilities they need, absolutely, we got a buy-in. We got an opportunity to really do something special here, and yeah. we got great leaders. So, um, that was a cool. As much as I was disappointed that that's the route they had to go, certainly, it you know they're willing to do whatever it took to get better and improve, and you yeah. know that shows right there. You got the right people in the yeah. building. Excellent. And with with the uh, the dome and the indoor field house and other pieces, turfing the turfing of Favor Field. Um, your, tell me your thoughts there, excitement about uh, the potential of bringing football back to campus down That's, the road. That is huge. I think it's such a better environment when it's on your campus. And I think it, it, it brings more people back. It gives your alumni a chance to be on campus. I think it, it just gets people here and around, and it creates a buzz around here. You know, it's really easy to go home on a weekend when you're not a football player in the fall because there's not a game right here on campus, yeah. you know. And so bringing people right here on the cliff is huge. And I think it creates traditions. Um, I think it creates just a much better game day environment for everybody. Um, I think it rallies the school, the university unifies us, it gets us all in one direction. Um, and it just provides better opportunity for all our sports, particularly soccer and us, to train and have a couple Absolutely. turf fields on campus. And, you know, when it rains here in the middle of the season, you know, all of a sudden we're practicing at seven or eight o'clock at Memorial now. Kids can't go to bed when they normally do. We miss study hall. Just a lot of that. And for our guys to still, I mean, last year we, we practiced at 5 a.m. Yeah. at Memorial. Wow. Every day of the spring. Yeah. And we still got almost 3.2 GPA. But our guys are up 
you know, they're up at 3.34 a.m. to do that. Coaches are up. I was up at like 2.33 a.m. every day to get over here. And the sacrifices everybody made to make that happen and improve and not complain about it and be excited about it, you know. But now you bring that stuff back, I think it gives us a better chance to even excel academically even more. Yeah. Right, and then provide an experience to excel athletically even more. Absolutely. So it's huge for us long term. It's good to good to hear that firsthand, and we've talked before about it yeah. previously. But it's like that's a key piece the board has heard right? yeah. the student life experience mm-hmm. on campus, and what you as coaches need to do, what the athletes, need, student mm-hmm. athletes need to do, like that, getting up at three thirty in the yeah. morning to make sure I've got everything done because I've yeah. got practice at five, yeah. and I run that through the day. My day doesn't end until maybe eleven thirty at night. Yeah. And I'm doing it again tomorrow. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a lot on their plate between yeah. athletes, student athletes and, and uh, as a whole. So it's good to hear that was a focus around this mm-hmm. as well, right? Bringing, bringing, we need to upgrade our facilities as a whole, in my opinion, as, as interim president. But at the same time, it's about the student life experience. How exactly. do we change that? How do we help them with their schedule and make sure they can make class on time? They have time to study. They have yeah. time for all of that. And it seems like you and your team are, uh, your coaching staff are, are diligent about making that a priority as well, which is great. So um, as you uh, recruit and bring players from out of the state of Iowa, uh, what, is, what are some of the things you guys do or some of the things that others here on campus could do to help assist those players in staying here in Iowa? You know, it's, oh, yeah. people are coming, coming yeah. from all over where yeah. I'm like, Aaron, you're from California, yeah. man. You're in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he loves it. Yep. He loves it. And so what are those things that... Uh, you know, if there's any message we can send out to the community of listeners, um, what are things that we can do as a community member to help you all? Um, I, I think it's just, you know, making sure they feel welcome for one, which is pretty easy. I think you've done a great job of being more visible around campus, and I know our guys appreciate that. Um, but I think it's just... Did I hear that the PJS chant started with the football team? Yeah, PJ started with, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that started with, I think, Coach Koziel. Yeah, was so, it? Yeah, no kidding. Of, I, don't, yeah. I don't doubt that for a second. And right? then, when it, then once you came to practice, yeah. and then you left, you know, it kind yeah. of just took off from there. So yeah, like, oh, well, and then when I go to basketball or a volleyball game and bring a flag, and yeah. Nathan's like, that's my president, that's yeah. my, you know, it's like that, you know, because they just go, the students went nuts for that yeah. flag. It, I think it's just little things like that. Yeah. That's yeah. all it takes, here, yeah. you know, and I think you got to continue to provide a great academic experience, and it's got to be worth it, Yeah. right? And I think we have good professors that engage with our kids beyond just coming to class, right, yeah. and actually get to know them. Yeah. But that's really what this thing's all about, is just creating relationships with kids, you know, and being able to go through the cafeteria line, and everybody in the cafeteria line knows our guys and talks to them and Definitely. doesn't just plop food on their plate and get to know them a little bit. Like, those are the things that matter. Yeah. You know, and our guys can walk through the basketball arena, and Coach Vigera knows who they are. Like, that's yeah. that's important. Same thing for basketball. Those guys walk through, they know I'm going to be at their games. They know me, they say hi. You know, our girls are there supporting. I think it's just creating that family community. Definitely. And then I think... When those kids that are from far away, the parents come to games. I've seen, you know, our faculty, our staff, our other parents from around here really embrace them. Um, and I think it makes them feel comfortable that their kids are far away. So Certainly. I don't think there's a magic potion to it. No. I think it's just being good people. That's, uh, that's a great message, and I truly I agree 100%, right? And I do think the, uh, the initiative that you all took with selling the old jerseys and uh, putting them out there and and again I, I encourage people if you did buy them or i don't know if they're still out there oh, but they're, still, you, out they're there. still out there right you can go online and buy them but if yep. you do them reach out to the player yep. that you have i mean that's what i did yep. it's like i knew aaron from com- coming to watching football last yep. year 
But I didn't really know Aaron, yeah. right? I got his jersey, and all of a sudden I saw him, and I'm like, hey, I have your jersey. He could not believe it. Yeah. I mean, the story was, he's like, what? And I'm like, it's in my office. Come see it. He was blown away. Yeah. And it was it, it was wonderful, right? Something he's like, a little like that. Yeah, and it's, it's hanging up in my office now. He comes by almost every day yeah. and come in just to chat with me. I created a new relationship with Aaron in a different way with intention. And I want that for everybody, right? Yeah. I would do it with all the players, but I it was yeah. that intro to, I, got, I have your jersey. Come in. I'm your biggest fan. What do we, you know, what can I do to help you? Those things are huge. Even, exist. you know, seeing you the other day take a couple of kids to eat in the calf. Yeah. Know, like we have the guys over to our house to eat or other coaches do. Like those little things. Absolutely. Make their experience better. And it makes mom and dad know, all right, they're getting taken care of. Yeah. You know, we had a bunch of guys over for Thanksgiving and Spencer George dad called me to thank me. And he didn't have to do that. It was just like, it's nice to know that Absolutely. he's going to actually get a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. You know, like yeah. those little things. Yes. are huge. Yeah. You know, I was a kid that went far away. I'm from yeah. Colorado. I was school in Minnesota, you know. Sure. So I've lived that, and yeah. you kind of understand what they're going through. I mean, I, I remember one Thanksgiving, I sat in my apartment, you know, and I ate yeah. pizza rolls. You yeah. know, I yeah. like, I don't want to, you know, I was fine. Yeah. It wasn't right. great, but yeah. you're like, I don't want any kid to feel that way. Yeah, right? So no. you try to go above and beyond, and Mary Zink has been alone last year. She had a bunch of our guys over Thanksgiving, like little things like that just yeah. go a long way. Yeah. So again, encourage everybody reach out. I mean, yeah. athletes, non-student athletes, uh, or non-athlete students, um, reach out. The more that we can create that community feel, the better it is as a whole. And so, and that's something I've tried to really engage in with intention. Right? Yeah. You guys were the first ones to ask me to come out and address the players. Uh, I did it with all the other teams as well. I thought it was a great opportunity okay. to to get in front of them. And but I also try to do it. And I encourage others. I think you guys do it as coaches as well. You're present. You're yep. available. You eat in the calf. You're there. Yep. Uh, individuals can see you. you're approachable. So the more that we, uh, as leaders on campus, can do that, the stronger we are as Absolutely. a whole. Uh, in addition to that, your daughters are very close with members of the team. So yep. tell me a little bit about that. And and I, I know when we were at volleyball, the girls wanted to go over and see some players, and yep. you're like, "Not right now. Yep. We're not going over there right now." And so, and they yep. were they were mad at you. Oh yeah, they, they are. are. Yeah, so they are all in. You know. We're teaching the girls colors and things like that right now and a blue marker is not a blue marker it's a charger blue marker nice which is awesome <laughs> yeah. um but you know Brooke, their teachers are like what is wrong with yeah, you? I'm sure yeah, they go yeah, yeah, so, yeah and yeah i'm sure miss prudy is like what the heck is brooke talking about but that's awesome <laughs> yeah but, you know yeah brooke brooke and abby you know more brooke runs us out on the field yeah. every game and um you know she knows all the boys by name for the most part you know i love for recruiting Last weekend or two weekends ago, we had a visit, and I woke her up before I left, and she gave me nuts and said, "Go get some recruits." No, you know, they're all they're all yeah. in on it. They get it. Very good. Um, they enjoy our guys. She's got her group that she knows for sure. You know, like Eddie Luis just had a shoulder surgery. He was over Thanksgiving. She calls him Shoulder Eddie now. She wants to know how Shoulder Eddie's doing every nice. day. Very you nice. Know, Antonio Brandon knee surgery. She's so confused why he's wearing a brace, but she's got to ask every day why is that. Kobe Johnson is her favorite player of all time. So she asks how Kobe's doing every day. You know, she cried when he scored a touchdown one game. It's yes. just like yeah. so fired up. And then like the parents are giving them candy in the tailgate. Like so, everybody's kind of all on it together. And Love um, it. yeah, they are they are a football family for sure now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the, she probably loves the volleyball team honestly more than the football team. Yeah. So a couple of those girls played with her during fall camp one day in the calf, and so she's. All in, all in every on volleyball game loves yeah. Lindsay. I think it's just a really cool environment to grow, the kids to grow up into. Absolutely, you know, they dad ain't around a lot during the season, sure. but they could come to practice. We have family night in the office once a week, where everybody eats together and they hang out, and yeah. you know they're coloring on the whiteboards and 
Coach Cunha's wall, unfortunately, one time with a permanent <laughs> marker. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we're moving out of Tolner here at the end of the year. But, you know, they're, they're invested in what we're doing. Um, and our guys are awesome with them. And that's yeah. probably the more yeah. fun part is to see our guys spend time with them. And they get to see me be dad and yeah. husband. I think that's a huge part of this is Absolutely. a lot of these guys come from single parent. Yeah. Moms. They don't yeah. have dad around. Yeah. And to be able to see me and other coaches on our staff be dad and husband is really critical. Absolutely. Um, Developing those skills. To, yeah, we got to show them how it's done right. Yeah. And uh, I think it's huge for them moving forward when they're done here. You Absolutely. Know, we try to make football a very small part of what we're doing. Yeah. So to see those things, I think it's huge. And I think that's key. And I, I like... I love that. I couldn't agree more on yeah. the the idea of we're here and we're developing the whole person, mm-hmm. right? It's while they are a student and they're an athlete, we're developing them as a human being yeah. as well in the cliff. And that's one of the things that I try to, I also, you know, try to partner with as much as I can to yeah. say, how are we showing them the path? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, cause it is, it's not paved for everybody. Everyone's yeah. path is very different. Absolutely. And I think sometimes it's easy to make assumptions around, well, Oh, he must've had it great cause he's in this role. Well, yeah. there, there were challenges in all our lives yeah. and it's all about how do we learn, how do we grow, and how do we make sure that uh, we're reflecting on le- leaders and others that have and mentors that have influenced us in the past to get there as well. So, uh, I note on here one of the things is uh, you're big on process oriented and not results driven. Tell yeah. me about that. Well, I think when you get too caught up in uh, results, when they don't go your way, you kind of tank. So our our whole message is you know one day at a time, one minute at a time, you know in a game one play at a time, wash it, move on the process is so much more important than the result you know if we play as hard as we can for as long as we can and we're focused on just that that one one play at a time we can look up at the scoreboard then again win or lose and be happy with the result um, but when you get in this result driven and, and twitter driven business of you know instant gratification and all that it's it's a dangerous 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 path to go down um, and I think I felt we did a little bit this year at times go down that path. But um, so our process is, is just one play at a time, one minute, one, one rep in the weight room at a time. You know, as simple as I'm going to get up in the morning and, and brush my teeth the right way. I'm going to you know, put my socks and shoes on. I'm going to go to class on time. Right. And those little habits create, you know, great results over time. Absolutely. So we spend all our time focused on, on just process, not results. Yeah, it's kind of a Nick Saban mantra, you know, how they kind of operate yeah. Alabama. It's obviously worked pretty dang well. Yeah, right? Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I think it, it carries over not just the football field. I think that's the important piece is what can we teach them that works in football that also works in life. Yeah. The process of it is, right, the game was there. There's stuff i got to work on that I'm going to be thinking about, obviously. When yeah. I get home, process is, you know, being dad absolutely. and being husband. Yeah. And if we could teach our guys to do that, well, you know, practice is over. Maybe I had a bad practice. Yeah. Well, I got I got a project I got to work on. Yeah. Well, if I'm so worried about results and things, I'm still stuck on practice. Yeah. And now I'm not putting my best foot forward on a yeah. project or a homework assignment or maybe a test. And Absolutely. So teaching those skills now, I think, is imperative well beyond yeah. football. And yeah. I think it, it carry with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. And that's an excellent point. I, I spent time, uh, I don't know if it's a week ago or two weeks ago, uh, with students and walking around and just talking with them in the morning here in the atrium. And a lot of them were like, I'm like, how are you feeling? You know, it's before the holiday break. Yeah. And they're like, well, good, but I have like six papers due, yeah. right? And so I could tell, they'd be like, everyone tells you they're good, right? How are you doing? Good. And it's like, but some will go, good. And it, the, the side gives you indication. So I'm like, tell me more. 
six papers due and I'm, you know, as I talk with, with them about it and it's like, well, the anxiety around that yeah. is worse than actually doing the papers or the homework assignment or the exam, right? To your yeah. point, it's lay out a foundation, yeah. cre create a process so that you know there's an end in sight yeah. instead of worrying, worrying, worrying. Yeah. And I just encourage that for all our students, right? Lay yeah. out that foundation, try to let some of that anxiety go. The idea of it's way worse than actually doing the assignment 90% yeah. of the time. The process so. gets rid of the anxiety. It does. Right? It, it really does. It gets rid of the nerve. There's always in football a little like Certainly. nervous energy before a game, but it gets rid of the, the negative it does. nervousness and anxiety of it. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a foundation, like you said, to build off of. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, all right. Well, Ossie's got some uh, last minute questions in here. <laughs> you know, it's like a straight pivot. Yep. I was like, let's talk serious about football recruitment, building students' lives. Next, we're going to talk about what's the best fast food restaurant. It's a flavor for everyone. <laughs> it's a wow. flavor for everyone. Wow. I want to know. I want to know. All, we'll all answer this, Ossie. Yeah, right. You have a mic. I want to make sure you they can hear you. What is what is your favorite restaurant? Yeah. Are Ossie? we talking like Sioux City food? Or are we talking? Let's, let's do everything. Everything, yes. We've been from all parts of the world, the country. So. Okay. So we go fast food. There's two places, and they're even with me. It depends on mood. Chipotle and Chick-fil-A, without a doubt. Chipotle is just, I am a big Mexican food fan. It's fast. It's convenient. There's better Mexican food out there, not fast food. Okay. All right, now Susie. Quick and easy and quick, yeah, good. Good. It's pretty, it's good. In filling, filling, right? You, they're big. You know, when I was in college and I was 190 and needed to get up to like 250, it, that, that helped me quite a bit. A couple of Chipotle burritos every day. Chick-fil-A is just phenomenal. Chick-fil-A sauce is top of the line. Um, I, I, love, I love fried chicken, so... My, and my kiddos were obsessed with Chick-fil-A, and now it's Cane's. They've moved to Cane's. Yeah, I, so. I will never... Cane's is good, but it's not. <laughs> That's too far away Chick from us. Yeah. It's too far away from us. That's what it's all proximity yeah, to. Chick-fil-A is top of the line. Yeah. Great service, friendly service, nice. always clean. That's the thing, both those places. Great service, always clean. It's not disgusting. You know, I, that's a big deal to me. No. Right? Yeah. What do you got, Austin? Yeah, what's yours? I'll, I'll go last. No, no, no. no. I want to hear yours. Austin, well, the president's got the shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me what? see the mic. Yo, you need my mic? All right. Yeah. Pass that off to you. <laughs> All right. Being from Seattle, we're going to have to go with Dick's Drive-In. It's just your basic burger spot. Like, there's only, only four burgers. Get yourself two deluxes, a fries, and a shake. And that's... I thought we were talking, like, nationally chains. Oh, we're going to do nationally chains? You can do... Yeah, now no, 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 do a national also. Well, not everyone has this, but Jack in the Box. Mm, that's okay. Because if we're talking... <laughs> but if we're talking, like, local stuff... Now I'm going like Lawas, okay, yeah, or that, then I'll feel like Robles and South Sioux. Like I, those, I are, could, my, those are way better than one. Chipotle. I'd have to say is Jack in the Box. Wow, what? <laughs> I've honestly never had it. Me, See, me either. I don't believe out. I have either. For yeah. six dollars, you get a sandwich, regular French fries, curly fries, and two tacos, and a soda. All right, well, now we know because I have not had Jack in the Box yeah, me either. either. So, and yeah. Dick's uh, drive, -in. drive in. I have that is yep. uh, local Seattle local area. I've never been to Seattle. So, so I would go up sometime. Yeah, so again, I, I think with my kiddos, it was Chick fil A, Canes. We do a lot of fair amount of Chipotle also because yep. it's quick, pretty easy, um, and good. So, yep. they like that as well. Um, you know, I'm a burgers guy, so 
for me. Uh, I don't mind running through Culver's and getting a oh, burger, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Double, burger and double, cheese curd. double deluxe burger with everything on it and some cheese curds or some mm-hmm. onion rings, you know, that, that, yep. that, I can do that. Uh, your wife is from St. Cloud, so did you spend a lot of time in St. Oh, Cloud? Yeah. You ever go to Val's? Yes, I was just <laughs> gonna say it. Yes, Val, Val's is awesome. I just went to Val's like last the weekend. Greasiest burger ever, it but is, so good. It is insane. It, you can't yep. uh, see if you ever go to St. Cloud. It's like this tiny little house, yep. like literally house. just big. It's it's like a house on a corner. It's like the size of this room. Yeah, it's the size of this room, and it's um, you can't eat in there. And now no. you order online. It used to it used to just go in and order, but you order online, and it's made to order, and you go in, and that's all it is. Is like just yep. basically people cooking and putting it out there. But their burgers are greasy, so delicious, and their fries. Their fries yeah. are like next level salty with, you know, so. Places, yeah. Val's is where it's kids at. say, it's fire. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 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 As the kids say, yes, right? That was not one of our that was, words. That was one of our episodes. My wife yeah. is going to have so much more respect for you now. Yeah, because I, I can't wait to text you. Literally this. ate it just this last Saturday. Oh, yeah, Val's. we go. I've been there quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that was a staple in St. Cloud, yep. right? And it's like everyone would be like, what is that? Everyone goes there, yep. right? And it's like Val's is kind yeah. of that next level piece. Probably here. better than your Seattle place. Yeah. How much does it cost to go there? Now, For Val's, well, you know, I don't. Th- it's pretty reasonably priced, I think. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, who knows with inflation. We can go online, Aussie, yeah. and order you a burger and yeah. see how much it would be there. But We're yeah. going to Ziploc, freeze it, or whatever. <laughs> <you're talking about. laughs> yeah. Sorry, it Sh- ship it to you. Yeah, yeah. You right. Go. But it is. It's literally just. It's a kitchen yep. that they built the house around, like a like a cook station. Yeah. And it's tiny in there too. It's not even big. No. I mean, those people, the individuals working there, are working in a tiny little space. Yep. But Incredible. it's been there for ever. Yep. I don't know how many years. And uh, it's a staple of Saint Cloud, yep. in my opinion. So you're gonna catch a lot of flack for this, but is In and Out overrated? Yes. I Thank you. So. In and Out is very overrated. Yeah. I still I, enjoy I, it. I hope all you California kids listening, I know a lot of you are on the team, so, and you yeah. guys die what's, on what's, the hill what's, alone. what's my boy Aaron going to say about this? Yes, he's oh, going to say yes. I, I, he's going to say it's overrated? He is. I'm with Aaron. Oh, no, no, wait. He's, gonna, he's probably going to say it's the best thing ever. Uh, I'm with my boy then. I'm, I'm straight uh, up. I'm, I'm going to go ride or die with Aaron. So, <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> I'll report back on what he says. Yeah. I, I see him all the time walking up in uh, Noonan Hall, so yeah, he can... If he wants to talk about I'll ask why him. this is a good burger when it's just a toasted bun and Thousand Island dressing. That's Still a, good, that's but a big, it, that's it's a big not mac. the best. For the, to wait for that long? Yeah, no. I, thank you. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's it wraps around like a mile long. Like, yeah, it's not highway or whatever. That's always Kane's. Or, or, you know, back in, in, in Lakeville, yep. you know, Kane's uh, line is around the corner. I don't know why. Always. Yeah. It's like, what are they doing and what are they putting in that chicken man yeah. so people are coming back it's like i, think I don't it's know what more it is. The sauce yeah, yeah it could be i like i said i don't i don't know that i've actually had canes i had chick-fil-a but i know i don't think it is canes, good so. but it's not chick-fil-a yeah level. uh in and out i mean for me again the only piece for my kids and i with in and out was we didn't have them for you know minnesota around yep. here but when we go out to california it's they want a t-shirt from there or something like that so yep. it was more about the apparel <laughs> than it was about the food yep for us so, but yeah, I do. Um, but locally for me, I, you know, what do I love here? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I, I, Mar- I love Marto going down to Marto. Oh, yeah, Marto. Right? Awesome. You know, uh, he still needs to take me to, to Marto. You guys <clears throat> well, have, yeah, you have a date? I, <laughs> like, uh, what is all of this? Like, uh, post fall camp. He owes me. He owes me. Aussie's senior year, post fall camp. My family was there. 
and all of a sudden in comes Ossie and a crew of guys, and they were so yeah, nervous. Yeah, we, we walked out. Well, part of it for me was I lived downtown my first year here, mm-hmm. above Table 32. So Table 32, I went to a awesome. lot. Yeah, right, Marto was within walking distance yeah. as well, so I was at Marto a fair amount. Um, Soho, went to Soho, so Soho Kitchen. Um, yeah, but now, uh, now I'm living out in the dunes in a place out there so yep. i go to pea's house which is pea's like is good yeah, that's out my neck of the woods yeah so but uh you know and uh but now i you know encourage people more and more with uh i think the coffee shop here on uh, campus has done a good job with the grab and go for lunch so i eat a lot of uh, sandwiches soup here as well so go to the yeah. coffee shop go to the calf go I'm to the big, calf. yeah i've been a lot of places we got one of the best calves our kids you yeah. know every kid complains because they eat it every day every kid every school <laughs> but I've been now a number of places, and our our calf is better, you know, Wyoming, it's better than Wyoming's normal cafeteria. Yeah. Now, we had training tables, so that got to be a little bit different. But yeah. It is better than every calf I've been at. And I, talked to, and I talked to Ron yesterday, Ron Ross, and uh, I, I think he noted there's a five for 35 meal plan yep. for oh, employees yeah. and staff and others. Yep. And uh, again, so if people are interested, right, you can load that on your... On your ID, yep. go in, scan, five for 35 for seven bucks. All you can eat yep. food is a pretty darn good deal. You. Uh, you know, and uh, um, so I encourage people to, to do that as well. Um, yeah, so looking at that, again, best uh, fast food restaurant out there. Uh, final, final say on that is if you had to pick one. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Out of, out of anything you've ever been to, yep. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I'll Aussie. still stick with Jack in the Box. Jack in the <laughs> Jack in the Box. Yeah, yes. So I don't know. I don't know if I have one. You know, it's hard. I like so many different yep. foods, but fast food is. You know, we yeah. still need to collect our McDonald's adult Happy Meal toys. Yes, I got one of them. That was mine. Did you know that they yeah. did that? McDonald's came out and they did adult Happy Meals, like really? to bring it back to. Yeah, it was crazy price though. It was like twelve dollars for an adult what? Happy Meal. Yeah, you're paying for the toy. It was a Big Mac, fry, soda, but it came in a box, like a, a yeah. big box. But then you get like an, a a toy, really? and it was like a old school hamburger toy. So I gave it to Aussie because I wanted nice. to sell it on eBay. I still haven't seen any change for that. So yeah. so all the NFTs out there, you know, yeah. you got to compete with that. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, the final note on here, and then uh, if there are any other questions you have for me, Coach, or, or Aussie, we can jump, jump into that, is can we get uh, another season of sideline to side? If Aussie would come out to practice, then maybe we could. But, yeah. you know, he only comes out when – when the Prez is coming by. <laughs> yes, he is. Again, he's my Aserazzi. So yep. he follows me around and goes. So. I would gladly. I would even host if I have to. Sideline to sideline is a great, great deal. Get a picture of this. I think that Rich was taking some photos. Yeah, I was Rich in here. But posting out there so people know to know to go and go out and listen to this yep. as well so uh, i do have to say i love attending the football games the energy on the sidelines in the field is exceptional i think the the student athletes and the coaches represent Briarcliff sure. extremely well uh you're, you're building on a, found, a foundation and continue to build every year and that's exciting for all of us to watch sure. um and when i can't be on the field I watch from a distance and watch, you know, mostly pop it up on my TV, airplay yep. it on my TV. The best part of that is commentary and making fun, them making fun of Aussie. Yep. <laughs> In the yeah. booth. More times than not, it uh, turns to an Aussie conversation. Yep. So while I'm not there in person, I'm laughing from a distance <laughs> around what, what they're saying about Aussie That's up funny. in the booth. So, 
We need to deflect that to <clears throat> Ethan now. I think we should deflect that to him. No. <laughs> Keep it all on us. Keep yeah. it all on yeah. I love it. They, they love to, to come after you. It's, it's definitely, uh, uh, it makes the experience fun yep. for, the, for the individuals listening. All right, with that, uh, Coach, you have any questions that you have for me? I do. Okay. I, do. I had one. So I've been an interim role. Obviously not nearly as important as your interim role. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of lived that life a little bit. So what's been the most rewarding part of it? And what's been maybe the most challenging thing you've had to deal with at yeah. this point? Yeah, so I think that uh, coming into this role, in all honesty, you know, being a VP of finance, I wasn't really out and about mm. as much, right? I knew all of you, but it wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't out there. Um, and so coming into it as executive VP and then rolling into interim, I was pretty nervous about, like, I didn't, you, you all know me, but in, in social, various social settings, um, I don't always... I don't love that, right? Making small talk. It's like, so it's going to rain Tuesday, huh? <laughs> you know, it's that, yeah. or like gas prices, you know? And it's like, so I was a little nervous coming into that. And uh, I knew in this role, I'd need to be out and about talking to people more. It, it has changed me yeah. completely. Uh, I feel like I can talk to anybody. I feel more comfortable in conversation with individuals, but it's because of all of the work that all of you do that's so inspiring that I get to go out and tell the story, share the story and you know talk to students about as well so that's been the most rewarding part for me thus far is that the board is entrusted in me and this interim role not just being holding a position but actively being engaged in the community as a leader um, as the interim president so that's absolutely the best part of it um, I think the most challenging piece for me uh, with it as well is probably just the not knowing yeah. right it's it's some of that where everyone is like well what's happening you know some of the i said some football players uh, drake was one where it was just like he came up to me at a at an event a couple of months ago and he's like what's this about a search like aren't you interested in being the president and i'm and he's like are you leaving and i'm like no 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 yeah. this is what they do and so some of the misperception around yeah. that the board's doing a search means i'm not interested where i am i applied yeah. I threw my name in there, but it's, it's some of that, right? That uneasiness, I think that's on campus is a little bit harder to manage through mm-hmm. times because students get nervous, faculty get nervous, staff get nervous, Absolutely. whatever it might be. What does leadership look like? Because we've got a lot to do here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lift in front of us and we have the right players, I believe, uh, here that can do it. Mm-hmm. And we all have to just rally around it as a team yep. and make sure we move in that direction, right? So, yep. No, I think uh, from our perspective, not only coaches, but I think all staff, I think our players and all athletes, I think everybody's pulling for you. Very I think there's yeah. been more, you know, I was a big believer when I got here and we weren't necessarily all the way aligned top down. Sure. And I think we are right now. Yeah. That's a big part of you. But I don't think you'd be successful in any sport, in any program on campus, as an institution in general, if not everybody's in line, yeah. pulling the same direction. I think we are right now. Great. I mean, our Great. kids are fired up. They come in, they call you PGS, they ask how it's going, they want to know where the search I'm like, Guys, I don't know. I know, I, right? They I'm asked me too, and I'm, that's the same thing. It's yeah. like students will ask me, like, where are we? I'm like, I'm actually not a part of it. But I'm like, we're, uh, we're, we're pounding the table for you. Very I good. have no problem calling Mark Ward and letting him know my thoughts. So we're <laughs> all good. in this thing together. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I appreciate everything you're doing. And yeah. What so, you've done for us. So. Yeah. No, thanks. I appreciate that as well. And, and the, the, the athlete, the football player athletes are exceptional. The more I can chat with them, you know, and, and as we come into winter, I just want to 
I want to help them guide them. I saw Patrick yesterday, and he's he's got Crocs on, and it's like two inches of snow. I'm like, Pat, what are we doing? You know, he's in he's in the entryway of Noonan, texting yeah. someone. And I'm like, you gotta get this guy some boots. We you got know? guys. We <laughs> got Florida guys in shorts in the snow. I, oh, I saw I, a lot I of am, shorts. I am so happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Tells me they are acclimated <laughs> to the, and yes. happy and willing to stay. Or they're lazy and didn't do laundry. There's, they're, they're, yeah, they, yeah, they don't get laundry loose from me right now. Yeah, it's out of the season, so. Yes, so. All right. Well, Shane, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast from all of us at the cliff. We appreciate all you've done for us uh, thus far and look forward to the continued growth in the program. You you truly are inspiring lives uh, on campus. Make sure to follow Briarcliff University on all social media platforms, as well as Briarcliff Football on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks. Yes. Thank you, guys.